welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the World Lot broadcast today. I want to continue on the subject of being high-minded. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. The greatest thing on this planet is love. The most powerful thing on this planet is love. God is love, and there's nothing more powerful than love. Now, a lot of times we look at things and say, well, how am I going to succeed How am I going to make it if I don't do so-and-so or if I don't treat other people bad and if I don't uh, do everything I can to succeed and treat others and make them look bad so I can look good, so I can look good to other people and make it? Well, I'm here to tell you that love does not do that. Love esteems others better than himself. Now, let's look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And this is in the Amplified Version. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious. Does not display itself haughtily. It's not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. Now this is the area that we've been talking on. Not being arrogant and inflated with pride. Saying, well, look at me and... And look at who I am. It doesn't do that. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Now see... If you walk in love and then somebody does do those things to you, then you don't uh, you don't pay attention to it. You don't count it. You say, I'm not counting that against them, Lord. I'm letting you take care of that. I understand where they're at. They're, they're either walking in the flesh or they're immature or both or whatever. So what we have to do is say, well, you know, I'm not going to count that suffered wrong. Well, they did something to me and I'm not going to forgive them. I'm never going to speak to them again. If they call me, I'm not going to answer the phone. I'm not going to have anything to do with them again because of what they did. If they did something to me, they should have apologized or whatever. But you know, when you do that, what you're doing, you're being inflated with pride and you're not walking and you're counting the suffered wrong. And you don't know if that person might have asked God to forgive them. And you don't know it. And they might have said, Father, forgive me. I'm sorry that I did that. And, and I repented of it and said, I won't do that anymore. And that's the reason we have to say, you know, Lord, let you, I'm going to let God deal with this because he knows how to deal with it more than I do. And he can do it in the right way. And I don't have to look at it in any other way except that I'm walking in love toward them. And it doesn't matter what my emotions feel like or what my pride feels like because my pride is going to cause failure. But love will always cause me to be exalted because I walk above it and not beneath it. Verse 6. 
It does not rejoice in injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. It doesn't rejoice in injustice and unrighteousness. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see that happen to them. I knew it was going to happen. I knew that judgment was going to come on them. But you know it doesn't rejoice at that. You go, Lord, I, I don't want to see that happen to them. I just want to see them repent and get right with you and then everything be okay with their life as well. Ain't that right? Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love bears up under anything and everything. Well, I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like I just want to leave. I just want to get out of here. I just want to, I want to hit them in the head with a stick. I want to do something. But, you know, love bears up under anything and everything. It says, you know, I understand. Love, the love that's inside your heart, it is greater than your emotions. It's greater than all the other things on this planet. The love of God that's been shed abroad in your heart is greater than your pride, than your emotions, all the things that come along with it that try to make you want to be angry and hate somebody else, but love, when it rises up in it, says, I'm not going to count that. I understand where they're at and why they're doing these things. Because if somebody else is inflated in pride and they're conceited and they think more highly of themselves than they ought to, then what happens is just because they're walking that way doesn't mean you have to. It doesn't mean that you have to walk like that. It doesn't mean it means that you have to come up higher. It means that you say, I'm walking in love toward them. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to ask God to take care of this and let him deal with them. And what will happen when he deals with them, he'll bring them to a place of repentance. And if they don't repent, that's between them and God, not you. And then you're out of it. And you're saying, I'm not going to hold anything against anyone because I'm walking hand in hand with the Lord. And you're not separated from him because what happens is a lot of times, the devil will use other people to do all these things to you to separate you from God so that he can rob you of your blessing. Now, when things are the closest, and I'll tell you, you can believe God for something. You can ask God for something. But when the blessing gets the nearest to you as it can get, and it's almost at your fingertips, that's when the devil's going to fight you the hardest. He's going to use other people to come against you, to try to get you to walk out of love toward them, to walk in hate toward them, to try to strike out toward them, and to look at them and say, I hate them. And then what happens is, he says, I robbed them of their blessing. They had it in their hand, and I took it away from them. And that's the number one tool that he uses. But see, love, it never fails. Verse 8 says, love never fails. It never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. Love always wins. Now, love will never let you down. It never will. It never will. It never will let you down. Because love is the, great, it's the greatest power on earth. Now, how, would you, how do you know that love is the greatest power on earth? Because God is love. You can see all the division and everything going on around the country right now. And you see it going on, you go, well, and I can see it over and over and over. And I'm saying it's nothing but a spirit of division trying to rise its head up and say, you know, I'm never going to 
forgive for anybody for anything that's ever happened to me. I'm not going to forgive anybody. Uh, I'm going to walk and they're going to pay for what they've done, you know, instead of letting God take care of things. Now, God takes care of things and, and you think he doesn't, but he does. Now, sometimes if we try to strap back and to make somebody repay on our own, then what happens is we miss it. We miss it greatly because this is what he said in Romans chapter 12 and verse 17. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. He'll take care of that. He takes care of everything. We don't have to fight our own battles. He fights those battles if we walk in love. If you walk in love, and don't take it on your in your own hands to make somebody pay for something they've done wrong to you. Guess what? God picks it up and says, I'm going to deal with this. And when I deal with it, I'll do it in the right way. I'll do it that they won't be harmed. You won't be harmed. But there will be a place of repentance. Amen. And then you know that he's taking care of it. And then it, sometimes he does it to help that other person grow. To understand that wrath is not the way anyway. That wrath will not help anything. The only thing it's going to do is cause more harm. Amen? See, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are love. They are pure love. And if you look at their examples on everything, they always are willing to forgive you if you ask no matter what you've done. And that's exactly what God expects of us. If they've done something wrong to us, then we have to say, Father, I forgive them before they even ask. And I'm not walking in out of love toward them because it's going to harm my relationship with you. And I love you more than I love myself. I love, my, I love you more than I do anything. And I'm not going to have my relationship with you hindered because of what somebody else did to me. And that's the number one reason that some of these things happen. Because the devil wants to come in and get you to hate somebody. Then if he gets you to hate them, then you're going to be acting just like he is. He hates God. He hates everybody. Then you're acting just like he does. And then what happens is your blessings are cut off. And that's exactly what he does. If, he's, if I can get them to act like me, then they'll be just like me with all my blessings cut off. Now, you think the devil has any blessing from God? He has none. And that's exactly what he wants to do. Get you to walk in pride, conceited, and, and think more highly of yourself. That's what he did. He acted just like he says, well, I think more highly of myself. I'm going to exalt myself against the throne of God. And guess what happened to him? Jesus said, I seen him being thrown out of heaven like a flash of lightning. But see, that's exactly the way the devil wants you to act, like him. And then if we do, then what happens is we get exactly what he gets. Now, I'm not after that, are you? Absolutely not. So let's look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 8 and Amplified. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and he who loves his fellow man is begotten, born of God, and is coming progressively to know and understand God, to perceive and recognize and get a better and clearer knowledge of him. He says, if you love, then you know it's from God because love is from God. And if you love your fellow man, then 
you're becoming progressively and clearer into a knowledge of him. Verse 8, he who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. For God is love. He says if you don't love, then you haven't become acquainted with God and you've never known him. But if you know God and you understand that his mercy is greater than anything that we could ever encounter, then we know that God is love and we need to walk in love. And in uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Be imitators of God and walk in love as dear children and esteem others better than ourselves and not to be walking around in conceited and in pride. Amen. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 